Hey guys, it's episode 35 of TGAF 13. I'm your host, Christian Luciani. I'm here with my co-host, Vince Franco. And tonight, we're bringing you this special Friday the 13th episode. We are doing the film Never Hike Again. Never Hike Again. Never Hike Again. Alone. Alone. <laughs> Sorry, I keep thinking never sleep again. Ah. <laughs> One Stop Films presents a fan fiction Friday the 13th movie, Never Hike Alone. Folks, this is my third time watching the movie. It's less than an hour. It's free to view on YouTube. They did such a good job. The lead guy is a model in real life. Well, he's a model actor, but I think this pretty puts him on the map. It's a one-man show mm -hmm. for the first, like, pretty much 40, 45 minutes of the movie or whatever, right? Exactly. You, you'd say. They've got, right out of the gate, great use of, uh, I'm, I'm assuming... Stanley Kubrick? No, yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they dug Stanley Kubrick up and used them. I'm yeah, talking... They, they totally did the Shining opening there. The car no, driving down. Yeah, no, no, okay. I know what you mean. I'm yeah. talking about, but good use. The filming right out of the gate is great. Good use of... Uh, the, drones? Yeah, good use of drones. <laughs> you should have seen the actions. Yeah. I was just getting. What's this thing called? <laughs> up and down, up and down. Good use of drones. All the shots you're driving. You're right in it. The music is good. But that lead guy is engaging. Andrew? If he wasn't engaging, this movie would have fallen apart. Yeah. Minute four. And I'm telling you, I have... Very low tolerance for fan films, to be honest. Mm -hmm. There are very few that mm -hmm. are done well. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Oprah. Uh, Oprah, very, uh, Octavia. Know. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Who, Octavia, if you ever listen to this, I want to meet you so bad. I got to tell you. I got to tell you. This yeah, what, got, what are you trying to say? I want to tell you something. Vince. Okay, yeah. you're, you're just kind of getting the words Well, I'm out. excited. I will go so far as to Ryan say. Ryan Perez Dapple. This <laughs> Fan-made, and I keep wanting to stress this fact that it's fan-made, mm -hmm. is a better Friday the 13th film. Than part 7, 8, Se 9. Exactly. <laughs> 7, 8, 9, and 10, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Yep. And it takes place sort of wintry. Yeah. I mean, of course, this was filmed if, if I... If memory serves, because actually one of, the, one, of, well, one of the producers on this was Christian, that was on uh, the other podcast I did. As I was leaving Postmortem Radio, he yeah. was just joining. So we only did like one episode together that I think ended up getting deleted, to be honest. So I think he had to re-record it. But he worked on this film. Oh, yeah. And they did this in California. Yeah, Luke's the Mountains. So, I mean, okay, so it's not Jersey. Does no, that yeah. matter? No. Because how many of the factual sequels took place in around that area? It doesn't matter, though. Does it... <laughs> doesn't matter it doesn't matter doesn't matter at all and they toy around i love how they toy around with the f the found footage aspect it's not a found footage movie but they incorporate found footage aspect into in the movie to the movie which all movies should do if it's found footage not complete anymore it's been done let's stop it we don't need to do it anymore well how the, the, there was that rumor that the new friday the 13th was going to be found no footage, footage way back when if you're going to do it this is the only way you maybe this is it. where the rumor was created from because <laughs> they're doing a good job working on it no, the lead guy is engaging. And I, the lead we guy. Would not Let's, can we just put the game? Oh, wait. Yeah. Okay, Vince, you put he it out He is so fucking hot. It's what made me want to keep watching it at the beginning. <laughs> look at look at those legs, that ass. Okay, well, for, right. now, okay. now for everybody else out there. <laughs> All the other gay fans you and get, girls. You get a nice little montage, and this movie looks great. Crisp, crisp images, great camera movements. They got We're the drone working here. well. 
yeah, this music's a little, maybe a little stock. They might have, could have benefited from some banjo, maybe. Well, I, they're probably a friend of theirs that did it, right? So, to tie it in. But the scary music's great. But it's like the GoPro look, right? It's like that cool kind of yeah. like, ah, I'm extreme. That was kind of cool. They even have, when the camera went underwater, they made the, the music sound like it was underwater with you as it came back out, too. It works. No, and I like how they're not going into an instant scare. It's just you're getting to know this guy. I like it. And you're wondering, how are they going to carry this movie for this time frame? But I got to tell you, they do a very good job of having this movie click along. So, and he gives little updates of right. where, where his goal is, what he's trying to achieve here. I've only seen this once again. So what was he, what's the goal? But he's saying that he's trying to make oh. it over to the, the area and back to that car again within a 48-hour time period. That's it. That was his yeah. goal. That's right. It wasn't like he was trying to go see, find the ruins of Crystal Lake. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. He happens. They say that it's been cordoned off for like a, <clears throat> like a nature reserve or something like that. But I love this. So he's in his tent. It's at night now. And he's trying to do a little commercial for this all-in-one like shovel thing. And he forgot what it was called. And he has to refer back to his notes. Very well done. It, it, and he thinks the thing's a piece of shit, too. <laughs> it's brilliant. That he's trying to sell. Really great way to introduce his character and what he's all about. And I think we buy a hook, line, and sinker. I don't know if I've heard one person be negative on this movie. No. That is a fan of the Friday the 13th series. I have one comment, and it's at the very end, but I'll save it because I know you'll probably hit me for it. But No, no, I had some issues with... with I'm not... There's no... This is not flawless. No. And I'll be open and honest about it. I've, I've been open and honest about my thoughts and feelings about this movie, too. I came in at a 7.5 when I first <laughs> saw it. And I said, you know what? That's a little harsh. I actually do believe it's an 8 out of 10. Because they really put a, like, a lot of yeah. love into this. Oh, totally. I kind of wish they just had a little, maybe 15 minutes more. And it could have just been a feature. <laughs> it would have been a, a short feature, but a feature. Yeah, a short feature. That's the problem. If they could get an extra half an hour out of this, you'd have to have the characters. Or it could carry on from when the ambulance leaves. Yeah. You do need to see this, folks, before you listen to this podcast. Yeah, obviously. And we, we're, doing a, we're doing a commentary, but as, as usual, I'll be cutting us down. So this will be a slightly shorter than usual episode of TJF 13. <clears throat> this scene here, all done from inside the tent, focused on him, and it's external sounds that he's hearing. And Which it's is done, very Blair Witchy. And, and it's effective. Yeah. Again, it's sound design is key, guys. Nothing will sink a fan film. Nothing will sink a film worse than a bad soundtrack. And I'm not talking about music. I'm just talking about bad sound. Uh, and and, and point, this... case in point, the one uh, when Hitchcock was at his height, everyone's saying, you're, not, you're, not, you're nothing without your music. And so he did the birds. Not one bit of music is in the birds, but the sound is so eerie and frightening. Yeah. Here's your point right there. Dar she blows. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Vince. Or he blows. <laughs> oh my god, we just shared a moment. Yeah. I'm getting a little verklempt. I don't know what it is about 2018, but we're getting along fine. <laughs> I don't want to replace him out of the gate. Wait until I say something really stupid. Yeah. Which is probably... In about five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of looks a little bit like the guy from The Office. Which, uh, I don't watch The Office. Sorry. Yeah. He's just a hot guy. By the way, I'm single. Any of you gay fans out there, if you are... Blonde, blue-eyed. <laughs> Big-titted. Oh, wait, wait, sorry. Big-titted. <laughs> Big-titted. John. Uh, oh, that's um, Emma, Stone, uh, Emma Stone's husband. They're in that new horror movie coming up, right? Where they can't talk? John Krasinski. Yeah. Why can't I say his name properly? But they're in that new horror movie together, him and his wife. Jack Ryan? A Quiet Place. <laughs> 
a Jack Ryan. A Quiet Place. Have you not seen the previews? I haven't. I'm trying. I'm, I'm saying I'm trying not to watch previews, which is kind of bullshit, but because I will watch them. And what about uh, the one with um, Tony Collette coming out? Yeah, I watched that preview. See, that's why I said yeah, yeah it's kind of well, bullshit. Watch a Quiet Place, and it was written by John and starring Emma. Yeah. Good little Easter egg here. Kind of like the no trespassing sign for part two. two. That's Sandra. And well, I can't think of his name right now, but Sandra, uh, impaled couple. And then we across. have a uh, looking like Jason peering shot. We don't know yet. This is a little bit of a tease. I mean, it, it's a good oh, tease. There he is. Yeah. You see Jason in the background, but then you see him totally turn into the shot, but then he's gone in a split second. Yeah. In typical so Friday the 13th are, is fashion. Is Jason only allowed to be alive inside the confines of Crystal Lake? territory oh well you think of the trying to do you said you're not really big in in the hatchet movies but the hatchet films he's kind of like the ghost of 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 the uh ah, yeah yeah Woo. of the area so you're saying that uh, jason's kind of like the ghost of uh, crystal of lake okay of hatchet no of <laughs> crystal lake you fucking skunk <laughs> skunk is a new one for you yeah he was he was right it was less than five minutes he said something stupid folks <laughs> <laughs> i have to okay just so you know fans i know you want me to chris and i do hatchet I have yet to see a Hatchet film. I so can't believe on, it. It is on my list now because I do venture into other things, things called life. Oh, <laughs> whoa. Good shot here. I like how he's kind of out of focus and it comes into focus on the no trespassing private property sign yet again. It's good. It's good. That's it's a good nice stuff. homemade sign that they did there. It's good stuff. It's a very 1980s no trespassing sign, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it reeks of 1980s. Ooh, these are his woods. Jason's Woods. You're doomed. Doomed. <laughs> I tells you. Now there's the finally the first sense of eeriness. Yeah, well, we've got a hint of Jason in the background and in the foreground for that matter, but all kind of teaser. still in teaser mode. Mm-hmm. And now he, we're doing more POV shots. He's being stalked by Jason. Yes. And so now we're getting shots that would be very reminiscent of, well, Friday the 13th one, but of course more like two uh, because... It's in the forest, and it's of Jason watching instead of Pamela. The most stalking I remember seeing, though, has to be in part four with the mom. and the, like We don't even know if, who's, if Jason's stalking him at that point. I know what you mean, but I mean, yeah. this is back in the day when they would... when The first few. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Now we get a nice shot of what is supposed to be Crystal Lake. A pretty version of it, or yeah. the original version of it. Well, even with the trees and the fact that you could tell it's not in Jersey. yeah. It at least captures the vibe of being back in the forest and being at a Crystal Lake campground area. You're not like the Part 7 crap. Not even like Part 3, even. Yeah, Higginshaven, yeah. Part 3 and then Part 5, this, this didn't... At least 6, you, you felt like you were in the forested area again. It's even like if it was 1, 2, 4, possibly a bit of 6. Well, 6 because you're at a camp, at least. Yeah, it, but it's it's on still, the water. it still looks like it's the middle of like, the fall. Okay. But... <laughs> Yeah, especially when the doors open and the leaves come flying through. <laughs> but we're not talking about that movie, Vince. No, we're not. Oh, he's using that shipbreeder shovel. I mean, at least he's, it's coming in handy, at least. Do you think they sponsored him? Yeah. <laughs> well, that was the whole joke, you fucking skunk. I was not skunking, all right? <laughs> now, this is it. So he's carrying wood back, and he trips over what looks like just some wood, but he starts pulling debris, There's no dead leaves, and all this stuff off of it. And you start seeing letters. The original. Oh, it's so well done. It's the Camp Crystal Lake sign all done up like old school. He cleaned that off pretty fast. Like you would do that in like, you know, in like one of the camper classes. Can you imagine if you actually, if camper this is real lore? And... Like most, most fans have said, like, give these guys the keys to the next film. Well, 
They should be like the first right of refusal. Well, or at least, where, at least allowed to buy for cause, it. Because this is where it comes from. It comes from a place of love and... But you could do. Smart. I've seen. I've seen some fan films, and those come from a place of love too. And they're not that great. They're not that great. There's only been like two. This is still the best, but there's only been like one or two others that I really so watched the, all the way go through. Go to the remake, and the beginning of the film is they're going to find Crystal Lake, right? No, they're trying to find marijuana that they planted. I'll tell you. Well, yeah, and I this mean, that's, would have been the better way to have done that. Yeah. And if he runs across a couple of other campers, yes. then, then they get killed, and then they, it, it just could There's be the way sack. that... And still have that humdinger of an ending that he, they put on it. Uh, you could have easily got it a good 20 minutes or did so. They, did they say if they built these, uh, or they actually stumbled across these cabins? I don't know. They might know the area of where they were and had access to them. And like, oh God, this But they're like perfect. Because yeah. they look like aban- abandoned cabins. And it has a, a looks mess great. hall and everything. And what gives it a production value, of course, because it's not obviously just like the... The cinematography of being like what assumingly is 4K or, or whatnot, and just crystal clear. But they've obviously got like jibs or, or uh, there's movement in every shot, and that's what gives it the production value because you're seeing beautifully moving moving shots. Here you're getting some of the the smoke. I don't know if they had a fog machine as well. They they kicked it up, or if they just kicked some dust up in between takes. But uh, there's some atmosphere. Camp Crystal Lake, an old yeah, photograph. There's, a, there's actually Beautiful. a calendar with Friday Thirteenth on it. Was the last time it was. Yeah. yeah, this is all old school. Yeah, it's old school. Like stuff. an old guidebook. He comes across like it's great stuff. An old Playboy. So this is how they are able to wedge in a little bit of nudity. Well, I can't. I didn't read the date there, Vince. It was it was too quick. I was, and I was 80. talking too much. And of course, he keeps the magazines so he can jerk off in the tent later. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't put that Playboy back. I think the camp guide went right back. I love this because it's the showers where Annie gets it. Yeah. What's the line that she uses? Fuck, what is it? We have a wonderful lover. I can't remember what it was. I said, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I said, Libby. Good suspense. Good suspense as he's going through. There's the tits. Yeah, the tots. Just Just a little snapshot of tit tots. Gotta start bringing cock into this. (laughs) i can't agree but it's fine i mean i understand it's it's just fair right no actually i'll i take that back a nice two rump roasty ass cheeks well you get you get a lot of ass in part four exactly and that's i enjoy that (laughs) the funny thing is i can see myself doing this yeah i would invest i remember there was this old house that you got for was a kid it got torn down and i used to go in and think it was haunted and it was just awesome it's probably where it is (laughs) i finally saw it (laughs) Did you like it? I didn't think it was scary, but it was freaking creepy. Didn't you think it was like the new Nightmare on Elm Street? I guess. It, it feels like it's just a Nightmare on Elm Street with Pennywise instead of Freddy. Yeah, actually, now that you mentioned it. <laughs> but it was it didn't shock me. It just was super creepy, except when a couple of scenes were he went to the basement. That was gross. <laughs> it's a good movie. It, it was yeah. a really good movie. I, I came in. I, oh, you get the old Camp Crystal Lake sign above the fireplace. Yeah, there that's the sign I was looking well. for. This is the mess hall. I like it. Yeah. Oh, there's a little nod there, too. There's a couple of little hockey masks. You see that? They're on that shelf there where the yes, games are. I see it. Yeah. With Operation and everything like that, there's some old school masks. They should have Roy's mask there. <laughs> that would Roy. actually have been interesting. So this is a bit of a long scene, but it establishes this. But the giddiness of him just establishing the old Camp Crystal Lake, it, it doesn't, doesn't make it feel long. Does he know what it is yet? Well, he says you're never going to believe this, and he showed the sign, so I'm assuming he must... Be familiar with the lore. Right. Oh, what is that? A monkey head? <laughs> <laughs> it's a dead... Uh, ferret. Ferret. Oh. A raccoon? 
Well, at least he wants to clean it up. He chucks it into the forest. There's and the where markers. Did they find that was the markers for murders, right? He sees number three ribbon hanging from somewhere. So now he's telling the backstory. So he's very like as soon as you asked the question about is he was he a, a, a now he, yeah, yeah now he's going on about it yeah. So he's talking about the story of Jason <laughs> and everything as well, uh, guys. Telling it to his GoPro cam uh, as part of his show as as document of what's going on and what he's doing. Right. He says the story used to scare the shit out of him. Uh, and now he's there. And that kind of brings us back to the olden days where we were kids. The movies would scare the shit out of us. Yeah. But now they're it's silly. And we'd hear the stories, as we've discussed on the show before, of other people watching them. Yeah. Before I was even really that interested, but I was always curious about hearing about them. But I hadn't seen them yet. And then when you actually watch them, you're like, well, that's nothing like the guy was talking about. Yeah. It was always on a ski trip. We're always heading out to Glen Eden. And he would always be talking about how... This kid died on a bicycle and everything like that, and it was Junior on a motorcycle. Oh, okay, yeah, I told yeah, you this. Yeah, I told yeah, you yeah. this before. It's just crazy, but I like how you're seeing this battery go down as he's recording too, and yep. everything else. He, he's still exploring the camp. There's no way they set this. It was probably already there. Oh, that's another ribbon. Oh, there's where uh, Kevin Bacon got it. Is it not? Yeah. Yeah. Again, the good use of found footage. Well, not found footage, but and you're cutting found footage with regular. Do you call that found footage when he had, just has his own camera? Because this wasn't found. Like if the whole movie was done like this and we didn't have to see the record, it would be considered found footage. If the whole movie was his POV. Yeah. Like if he was just wearing it on his helmet. But we're assuming and that it, it was found. Yeah, but th- that, it, that's just a term for anything that's done from like a source that we're watching. I thought it was called first person. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, yes. There you it go. can be. So Jason has been awoke. He's like, who's downstairs? disturbing my slumber <laughs> i don't think he's doing that and i don't think it's jason right now i think you think it's jason but i think it's actually a door banging up and this is the door i'm talking about no, yeah. that he opens up and it goes to nothing well it goes to outside, it goes to, yeah but it's on a, a second level that's a reference to something though the the open roof <laughs> well, what the fuck are you talking about i'm just grasping yeah you're grasping at fucking straws <laughs> I'd say nothing. No, because I thought this whole exercise was going through all the past movies and seeing bits of scenes. Not necessarily. This is the door I was telling you about. Yeah. Yes, yes, you're right. Always right. Not always right, but a lot of times I'm right. <sighs> See, now that's supposed to be more like the barn. This is fun. Or whatever. This is good. <laughs> you screwed up. You, you I, well, whatever. We all know what it's talking about. Yeah. This guy sells it for sure because he's talking to the camera. He's natural. And it just works. Like, I... Old gasoline tanks. From part seven. See, they're putting little nuggets in for us. Easter eggs. Nuggets. You love your nuggets. You were just saying that earlier. <laughs> just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> you just randomly throw shit in there. Like, just, out of the blue. Just the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> Doesn't even fucking make sense. It kind of does because you're a little excited, but you don't want to put it all the way in. Just the tip. <laughs> You just sort of squash it in. Uh, there's the Pamela Voorhees type of thing. Oh, Christian just jumped because oh. the dog made a noise. Ah, see, he gets you. You're a little scared. I'm scared. This movie's making me very scared. This is good. See, Jason to me is now in his twenties. I'll tell you right <laughs> now what is going on here is good footprints. <laughs> yeah, Jason's footsteps here are good. Later on, Jason's footsteps are not so good. That, yeah, no, I get you there. They, they, Jason just doesn't seem old enough. If you're talking enough. about nuggets, they're probably taking a nugget out of part Here eight. Here she then. is. Mother. Uh, 
Oh. Uh, he anticipated that a little bit too much, I think. But... I don't know if he realized he backed into somebody, and that was the reaction, and oh. then Jason grabbed him. I think that's it. But then he gets sort of thrown out, hits the ground. So he had a little run-in with Mother being in the bed, this little shrine from Jason, or Jason's shrine. And then Jason stalked him there, grabbed him, and he sort of got tossed out the door to nowhere. And this Jason is more inquisitive about why this guy is crawling around. And he ends up uh, saying, inquisitive or not, I'm going to chop him up with this fucking and axe. And he jumps. <laughs> and he jumps and lands on his two feet. There's the sound effects. Aye! Yeah. Yeah. The footsteps are a, a misstep. <laughs> yes. The footsteps are a misstep. Jason looks pretty cool here. The I'm surprised they went with the, the clear mask. I don't think they could do one that wasn't clear. Oh, at this point, they're taking his likeness enough. No, is it, it is a copyright infringement, I think. That's well, it doesn't matter. It's Jason now. You know it's Jason. <laughs> Racer. <laughs> True enough. The sound effects. If if that was anything, a nugget, I'll give him a nugget. It was a nugget to part eight, where Jason sounds like Robocop when he's rocking around the boat and everything like that. Yes. But that's it. Too much emphasis on the footsteps. It almost takes you out of the movie. I, I would have been like, a small misstep. Does it ruin the movie? Absolutely not. Supposedly... The director, Vincent, plays Jason. Oh, geez, he's a big guy. I love it. Oh, that action work. I'm going to go grab my trusted machete, and I'm going to hunt this fucker down. But is it, I like how he's floating nice, here. It looks like it's just slow-mo. It's a really cool slow-mo shot of Jason. Oh, yeah. And he's got some blood-splattered garments on, and it almost looks like the color's been washed out of it at this point, which is great, because now you're just feeling like it's dusk. Well, you know what? I think he's wearing a black mask underneath because you can't see his eyes What do you all. think of that shot of Jason where the camera's pulling back oh, and Jason's really? coming out? It's really well done. Like, Jason hasn't looked this good other, like, aside from the remake. You haven't seen Jason this good in a long time. No. And the remake was fucking 2009. Let's just yeah. be honest here. I booped my balls. Oh, did he see? jump over the sign? He did. And now sign Jason can't back get him anymore. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm not trespassing anymore. So our hero is wounded. And they were getting his feelings by a blurry camera. Not overdone, though. I would say that they, they kept it. They just kept it in line without going too over the top with the I'm in pain cam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can you stand up? I never understood the crawling thing. So I was saying bad sound design can sink your movie. I mean, like, when right out of the get-go, and for the most part, this movie has brilliant sound design. The misstep would be... The footsteps. Yeah, but and I don't. They don't bother me as much as they're bothering you. Well, they're not even bothering me that much this time because we're not really watching the movie that much. You listen to just too much emphasis on the foot, on the feet work. <laughs> <laughs> Jason looks at the camera a lot, which is kind of cool. Wouldn't it be cool if Jason had his own GoPro? He <laughs> was filming it too, like machete cam. Ah, oh, that was a good scare. one. Yeah, good scare. There was a good scare there, folks. <laughs> yeah. We didn't think we didn't know where Jason was and he grabbed his leg. And he's trying his damnness to chop right at him. Oh, oh yeah. Misses him by a hair. See, this Jason to me, even though he's probably zombie Jason, is a little more humanized. Yeah, well he's walking, he's doing if anything, he might be doing the fast walk from part six. He's not ripping a limb off him. Or either. a little bit more agile. I'd say this is Jason from part four. Agile. <laughs> Then we got we got a little moonshot to show that some time's gone by, and that uh, now he, we're in night. And you must be freezing because yeah, you must be cold. But you know what? I, once again, low budget. Now this was crowd uh, funded. Yeah. yeah, crowd funded or kickstarted or whatever. But it still was made for a, like a pittance in the big picture. Like we're talking 
10,000, 19,000 in that range? Like, I mean, okay, there you go. He's now making this sort of final recording. If, if no one, if I die and you find this, this is what happened. Yeah, so that's found footage. That's your found footage thing. <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't saying, but he obviously takes it with him, right? Found footage movies, you, you got to get over, if you can't get over the fact that sometimes it's just what we're seeing in that moment, you'll never enjoy a found footage movie. Oh, I, I, I enjoy a lot of found footage movies. Have you seen Unfriended yet? The one that's just like, yeah, on the like Facebook looking, one? No, I haven't. You're looking like just at a MacBook all the time? No. Check Good. it out. Yeah. I was, I was like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, Like Cloverfield was one of my favorite found footage that, movies. That is a great one. Yeah. Wreck. Watch Wreck 1 oh, and 2. Oh, Wreck's is my, those are yeah. my two of my favorite movies. Yeah. yeah. They're awesome. Yeah. Wreck 1 scared the fucking shit out Yeah, of it's me. a fantastic movie. Speaking of Wreck, there's Wreck flashing in the corner here constantly. Oh, way to bring it back. <laughs> way to bring it back. I feel like we're two uh, bantering TV so, show hosts right now. His uh, GoPro is running out of juice. He's recording his last little bit of, uh, I guess, his memory of, if you find this, like Vince already said, he's not too happy. He's, he's, he's in pain. He's crying. He thinks he's going to die. I kind of like this, though, because now the movie almost uh, hits a peak. When the GoPro finally dies, now we can only do scripted footage. Yeah. It they might have been okay if they just ended it there. Not even well, if well, they ended, no. they could have ended it there, but they wanted to give the big payoff. They yeah. could have done a part two, who exactly. knows, or follow up. But it might have also been cool if they could have been a show. Yeah. They didn't have to show the moonshot yet. No, and he could have done the GoPro stuff when it was still dusk, mm -hmm. and then when the do the GoPro kicked out, boom, it's nighttime. Mm -hmm. Now, so I mean, that could have been another transition. They didn't do that. I'm just suggesting it could have worked that way, but it works the way they did it. And presented it. And the reason he's going back is because he needs his toolkits to survive. Like, he'll die in the woods if he doesn't yeah. get his shit, no matter what. Yeah, and he doesn't really know where Jason is. No. He just knows where he left his shit. Yeah. He's going back. Which I think is brilliant. And also, is there a phone in there? And he's stuff? just going back for the Playboy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's Jay Ray, 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 Ray. Who could jerk off to their imagination anymore? <laughs> Actually, you'd be surprised. <laughs> I think I was I was like a, it was a good long week and I was I don't know it was somewhere and I, ba I bad internet <laughs> no like I was yeah I was away somewhere and it was like wow Mexico yeah <laughs> Mexico is TV yeah. internet yeah the Mexican internet <laughs> it's the same thing <laughs> what is it? so it's he's the barbed wire he's cleaning out his wounds and he's picking up pieces of barbed wire yeah it's like shrapnel yeah. guys like pulling like a fucking uh, first blood here. And he's like yeah, stitching he totally himself stitching up. Himself. He's giving himself the old Stallone reason. Which it's... is probably one of the best scenes in First Blood. And this is actually quite well done. Good gore. Yeah. Good gore. And they don't dwell on it too long. Because it can become a freak show. A lot of movies nowadays, they'll be like, yeah, this is good and it's gruesome. So we're just going to keep showing it. Keep showing it. They gave two stitches and then he would bandage it up. Yeah. So you got the grossness. You got... Like, did you see the new Slasher, the Slasher in the Winter series? Slasher 2? No, I gave up after the first episode. It's, I didn't like the it, way it played it, out. I, I, I stayed with it because I wanted to find out who the killer was. But my God, that could have been whittled down to three episodes. It was so overdone. And it was stuff like that. Ugh. The gore was unbelievable. I love gore. No, I love I gore, it too. But, but it, it was There's stupid. something about when it's fun. But then once you dwell on it too much, then yeah. it becomes like, okay, enough's enough it. now. Exactly. I got it. Exactly. Like I like I like that's why I like the quickness of a Friday the thirteenth movie. Like a kill was like a pop out gore scene, done. It's a little more palatable. Okay. Jason Now it's like Jason he was from still the video around. game. <laughs> Jason sensed he was still around and he made his way through the door and now he's stalking our hero again. It's just great. 
Look at that lighting. Yeah. Like, the lighting is phenomenal for this low-budget movie. They know how to play with the shadows. God, I wish I looked good in lighting. <laughs> you look good in lighting, Vince. <laughs> Dim lighting. That works the best for me, too. Thank you. I think I have to start doing plastic. Oh! 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 Another good scare, and he almost got a machete oh. to the face. Jason likes toying with this guy here. So would I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd toss him around a bit. How about the roll in the hay? <laughs> Doesn't do anything. Roll, roll, roll in the hay. So this guy should die. Oh, so he crushes a chair against him. It just shatters against Jason. Then Jason lifts him up and destroys him on the table. But then Jason walks away because he's looking for a better weapon to kill him with. Well, his machete. And he's gone. So Jason does gets him with the machete, and he pulls... It's funny, the hero pulls a Jason. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's almost like instead of the, the victim turning around and then coming back and the killer's gone, Jason grabs a weapon, turns around, and his victim's gone. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> it was, that was pretty cool. Oh, here comes the oh, shovel. He's got that shitty shovel that he was endorsing. Now it's Mano versus Mano. And somehow it works like you're not like, you know, like, come on, <laughs> this is bullshit. Like they're making it work because he's getting beat up. But, but he's, he's in good shape. Yeah, he's fighting back enough. Yeah. And yeah, you know he's got some cardio. <laughs> got abs of steel. It, wouldn't it make more sense right now if it cut to his Fitbit and we got his like heart rate and everything? <laughs> that would be How many another steps spot. he's done. <laughs> uh, that would be another way to uh, endorse. Yeah. Oh, uh, I like that. He got cut. So Jason he, sliced him with the machete. He got cut. He took a rock and smashed it against Jason's face, sending his mask airbound. And then we see Jason's face. Which Amazing Jason job. Yeah. The best makeup look, in my opinion, since part six. Oh, brilliant. And also gives us... I do uh, like what I've seen in the remake, though, but you don't see it enough. So, and he loses his mask, which means Jason technically always loses his power when he loses his mask. Gives enough time for our hero to run away. Yeah. I think it's a, a great... It makes oh, sense. That's cool. He runs back to where he originally got attacked and the, the old... Uh, the axe is the still axe the is still there, yeah. He's got to pull it out. But, of course, it's not just wedged in there like a regular axe. It's wedged in there as if Jason wielded it. Wielded it? Well, yeah. Weld it? No, wielded wield it. Wield 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 the wheels on the bus go... <laughs> Where the hell did that go from? <laughs> I, I love this guy, though. He, he all just bandages yeah, himself up. He can't, God forbid he has an open wound. <laughs> <laughs> he knows He bandages better. himself up every moment he gets. Turn your back. Do I have time to stitch this one up? <laughs> What a great, like that. great shot of Jason with the lighting there, the smoke, the atmosphere. Fantastic. Oh. And I did not expect this. The machete stabs into right his into side. his side. Yeah. Like the, the hero side. Yeah. Andrew. Jason's like, take that, motherfucker. Oh, yeah, yeah, see? like They've done a great job. And Jason's now bleeding through the holes of his mask because he's got an axe to the side of his head. So they both got each other. And they both go down, and the best I can compare this to, guys, visually, is like when Rocky and Apollo went down in, in one of the Rocky maybe movies. Maybe they had, maybe they, they were went, a fan. Like, they went like both down yep. at the same time. I think it was more in the flashback in part four, where they showed them both hitting the ground at the exact same time. Bada boosh! That's what happens here. Oh, Jesus, Murphy. They must like Stallone films. Bada boosh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've referenced Rambo and Rocky in this. Oh, oh yeah, the so book. You're supposed to get an idea that the book helped take a bit of the brunt. Of the uh, he, he packed the book into his uh, into his uh, belongings. Which again, though, I'm believing this shit. Yeah, 
so well done. Oh, he's yeah. still got a oh, wound. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can still see a, a wound. <laughs> like he's been stabbed. He's he, he's been hurt, folks. He's been hurt. He doesn't have an axe in the side of his head, but he's been hurt. He got uh, he lifted up his shirt just enough to me to be a bit titillated. Yeah. Vince wanted to fuck his wound. Yeah. <laughs> it's moist. It's moist. It fits. Yeah. I'll seal this up with my special glue. <laughs> God. Jason's now pulling the... Oh, he's got a black viscous blood. Well, he doesn't... He's not he alive. He pulled his axe out of his own neck, and when the axe got pulled out to black viscous blood, a callback... <laughs> I love the guy. Fuck this. I'm taking off now. A callback to, yeah, Jason goes to hell. Maybe. I don't know. Who cares? But... What a great line. He's had viscous blood since... He... Great dissolved in oh, the moon. Oh, yeah, to the eye. The hero sees him do this yeah. and says, Fuck this! And takes off! Yeah. Like anyone would do! Instead of going, I'm gonna fight this guy to the death, he's just like, I'm getting the fuck out of Dodge! But also, we're getting... We're back to dawn. Yeah. It's a new day. Yeah. So we survived the night. This is almost like an art film. Yeah. If you think about it. I mean, it is Friday 13th. 13th, but it's an art film. Oh! Dream sequence, though, right? Yeah. yeah. But what a scare. Did you think that they could do a Jason popping out of the lake again to scare you and make it work? Yeah, no, I didn't think they could. No, probably not. Yes, it's a dream sequence. Yes, you can scream blasphemy because it was a dream sequence. And they do the oh, head squish, man, which is But he gets real. a head squish, and then he wakes up, and he's in a fucking ambulance. Which brings us back to all the first original ones with the pop yeah. scare. Well, you get Axel. Yeah. You get a callback to Axel. So this is where the movie starts to fall short for me. But what it does is... Well, it was only because I find her a little bit rough with the acting. Yeah. Well, so Tommy as well. Yeah. <laughs> See, now we're yeah. getting to the scuzzy Friday yeah. 13th. So oh, you're either going to love this ending. Yeah. Or you're not going to like the ending. But it... I, I admittedly, I was like, oh, it was perfect up until this point. Other than the footsteps, which actually this time, Vince, I will say, weren't that bad to me. And now he's freaking out because he sees Jason there. And he, and it's just a vision because yep. he's all drugged up. But the acting's a little, like, I mean, no, I mean, I guess not much different than Axel and the, the, act, and the nurse from part four. He's still good. Our main guy's yeah. still amazing. Well, I think they're supposed to be a little cheesy. That's, oh, that's we, my point. We got yeah. some strobe, strobe shots here that work. I like them, and they're cr and they're creepy. The scream is creepy. The scream and the flashing of red, and then the, then we're in the black and white for a split second. And you're talking about an art film. Now we got an art shot of him on a gurney, and Jason, and they're outside now. Yeah. And he's stuck, trapped, as Jason is about to lift up a knife and stab him. And then he wakes up again as he gets a shot of, what, adrenaline? Oh, Morphine? no, all I saw was his nipple heaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was barely in the shot, folks. No, it was there in the shot. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here's the big finish. And now we get a cameo Tommy. from Tom Matthews, Tommy Jarvis, part, part six. Sixes. Jason mm -hmm. lives as Tommy Jarvis, and it works. See, I like his acting right there, but then he gets a little... Well, then, not but, on my watch. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, it kicks it into high gear for that big yeah. payoff. But like I said, you're either wrong for the ride or you, or you give up at that point. But I thought, you know what? A good way to cap it off. And good just, sport. He's in the film. Yeah, man. Because I actually thought he hated being in the Friday the 13th movie, to be honest. 
I think he, I thought he hated being typecast. He was in the two Return of the Living Dead's and then Friday Thirteenth. Then Jason Lives. And I thought he was oh, just like, take uh, it. you're not going to be an Oscar winner. Just take it. <laughs> yeah. No small roles, right? Exactly. Fuck, take what you can. No small cock. <laughs> take what you can. Honey. Yeah, there's, there, she's okay, but she actually looks, sounds like she's playing a real person. I almost wish it was Pam from Part 5. They did oh, some my sort of God. That, that would have been hilarious. Been, actually, yeah. no, I wish it was um, Ginny. That would have been awesome. Oh, yeah. Cunningham Road. Cunningham Road. So these are this is all playbacks to part six. Mm-hmm. They had they established this all and Jason lives. So Tommy and Jason, something's happening with them. Outside, we could just hear some rustling. Yeah. Axel goes out. We just hear sound effects of death and carnage. Then we see Axel come out and blood coming out of his mouth. Good blood too, eh? Yeah. Good color and Oh no, they've done a great job with the special effects. <laughs> so everybody all the paramedics are getting killed and our our hero is just laying there drugged up and defenseless. strapped down and now jason's looking i would at love him. if jason went up here's one little piggy here's yeah, two yeah. little piggy <laughs> and this little piggy ground all the way home. <laughs> they love pulling axes out of things in this yeah movie. out of trees out of necks a maggot head <laughs> Jason, but it was weird to say "Remember me" when he already confronted him, right? Yeah, I guess we're supposed. But to, it was yeah, it was yeah. supposed to be just to a me great that, was the, that was that was the part yeah. that bothered me actually. But well, then, then I he, get it. And if I was Jason, I would have just thrown the axe and went, yeah. whoosh, 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 and then yeah. landed right in the guy. Yeah, yeah. That would have been awesome. Yeah, the end. <laughs> <laughs> but now they can bring this guy back, maybe in a feature, if they actually do do this resurrection. Mwah. Hats off to the people behind this film. You gave us the best Friday the 13th fan film. I'll keep saying fan film because I don't want you guys to ever get in trouble for this. It took a lot of time, a lot of love. You delivered the best fan film, as I keep saying, and in my opinion, better than four entries at the very least. At the very least. And even possibly even Freddy vs. Jason. Freddy vs. Jason is a fun watch, but this this is a fun watch. It's amazing at 50 minute mark almost, right? Like 50 minutes it was? It's really good. Yeah. Anyway, guys, this has been a special Friday the 13th edition of TGAF 13. On a 13. Hey, Vince, let's do this again sometime. Maybe not in six months. Are you trying to fist bump me on air? Woo! <laughs> yeah, no, but we'll, we'll try to be better. And uh, once the spring is over, my schedule gets a bit better. Yeah. And your schedule, who knows, it's always up in the air. Well, you know what they say. Apparently, I've been doing nothing for the past five months. But <laughs> I just feel bad that we weren't able to get together earlier, but I'm glad we were able to do last month, this month. Let's just keep the ball rolling. This little special nugget for you fans out there. Don't complain. Yeah, stop <laughs> complaining. <laughs> Motherfuckers! Motherfuckers.